It's This Week in Bourbon, where Kenny and Ryan come and give you everything that's happening in bourbon news. And here's your headlines for the week of October 15th, 2021. Elijah Craig is having its second annual Old Fashioned Week. Breaking Bourbon takes over the BTAC release map. And Angel's Envy announces their limited edition cask strength release. But before we get started, here's a quick word from our partners. From their bar to yours, Chad and Sarah of the popular YouTube channel It's Bourbon Night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new Elemental Elixir's Golden Hour Syrup. It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. And they're off for another Get 270-2020 Unicorn Raffle. Your $20 ticket gives you not one, but two chances to win from our lineup of 20 Woodford Reserve treasures, including the grand prize, the rarest unicorn yet, the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Derby 150 Baccarat Edition. Only 150 bottles were made and is just like the one the Derby winning owner receives. Quit horsing around and get your $20 tickets now at Give270.org. Charitable gaming license ORG 000 Ed Bly and Rising Tide Spirits are back again with a new release of Old Stubborn Bourbon. And this release of Old Stubborn is a premium hand marriage of 10, 11, and 12-year cask drink, barely filtered pot still bourbon. It comes in at a staggering 123.8 proof. And the flavoring grain for this one, which the last one was weeded, but this time it's now rye. Rich, sweet, and bold with a long finish that's sure to be another eye-opener. You can order online at Sealbox or thebourbonconcierge.com and you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. Welcome everybody to another installment of This Week in Bourbon, where we take a look at all the bourbon news that's happened since, well, last week. Kenny and Ryan here today getting ready to go over the news, and I think we got some nice headlines. I'm glad we could include our friends over Breaking Bourbon as well. Yeah, those guys do an awesome job. Um, yeah, I was, I was trying to debate on should I get you to tell me the topics before I go into this or in uh, research, or should I just show up and just see what happens? Let it be a I'm going to just see what happens. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the best. We'll see if you, how well you do off the cuff here. Yeah, let's let's see how stupid I sound. Yeah, it's all good. Let's go ahead and get into it. So our first headline is Elijah Craig has recently announced its second annual Old Fashion Week. So this is, of course, they did this last year and it was all virtual and it's virtual somewhat in person again this year. But it's a 10 day event designed to celebrate the cocktail while also raising money for the Restaurant Workers Community Foundation. Elijah Craig is donating $100,000, but... They also pledged to donate up to an additional $100,000 by donating $5 for each photo of an Elijah Craig Old Fashioned that is uploaded to Instagram and you use the hashtag Old Fashioned Week and then you also tag Elijah Craig. And those who post will also automatically be entered into the sweepstakes where they will select 500 winners at random to receive an old or sorry to receive an Elijah Craig home bar kit. 
And Elijah Craig will also donate $1 for every online sweepstakes registration for the Elijah Craig Home Bar Kit. And this is going to start taking place from October 15th through the 24th. And you can, of course, do it on Instagram. So time to start acting like a bartender. Yeah, do you get double points if you use the Elijah Craig uh, old-fashioned mix? Oh, I didn't think about that. What if you, I mean... I'm a big fan of the barrel proof. Like what if you start using like, you know, just not Elijah Craig, but you're like, oh, let's use the 18. Like what's that? What's that give me? We should do it like three times a day and see how many <laughs> we can write. And just three Elijah Craig barrel proof old fashions a day though. That's a, that's a disaster waiting to happen. But uh, well, what, no, if you I think- just, what if you just make one cocktail, but then you end up take, taking it at different angles. So you just make it one time, but you take like 15 different photos. Just put it in different spots. I'll do it on my account, my wife's account, my dad's account, even though he doesn't have an account. But uh, you got a brick yeah, background, is- you got a tile background, you got uh, you know, you got it at the gym. Like, just start taking it wherever you go. Yeah, Elijah Craig's a great, you know, the barrel proof is good, and even just the standard small batch is a great cock or it's a great component for an old fashioned. You know, it's a high rye bourbon. Uh, it's good. This is awesome. I think let's bourbon community rally around this and let's raise some money for these folks. I, I agree. That's why I put as a headline. I think it's a big one. So let's go in and look at what else has been happening. And this is across the whole board of all spirits and beers and wines is that the TTB has approved 180,000 new products in the last 12 months through September of 2021. That is an 8.6% increase from last year or an increase of 14,200 new labels. And the one we care about, um, well, should I say, it's actually the, the lowest. In, in beer, there was 42,500 products in Approved that were over the last 12 months. Uh, wine was 115,000 products. But here's the thing. Is spirits was 22,000 new products. However, it had the most versus last year of a 21.2% increase, whereas beer was only a 5.8% increase. Interesting. So do you have to file a new label for like each style, like a lager, a pale ale, uh, stouts, like you say, if you're, I don't know, Goodwood, for example, do you have to have a TTB for every label? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, all I know is about with us, it's, it's really the only time you need to file a new label on the whiskey side is if it changes a category. So if you go from a straight bourbon to a blended bourbon or to a rye whiskey, like each one of those has to be the same. But I think one of the things that people might find interesting that we know about it now being on the inside of it is that you don't have to put the proof in. The age is just a placeholder. Um, even the state of distillation <laughs> is a placeholder. Like none of that matters. There's only just a few things that you actually need to have on the label when it's submitted. Yeah. Did it break down like spirits, like uh, say bourbon versus vodka versus or just spirits? Nah, it's just the entire category. Gotcha. Yeah. That would be a bummer if there's, I mean, there's 22,000 new bourbon labels coming up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's uh, a little overwhelming. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot of bourbon labels over the next few years because of all the new investment barrels that'll come online and everybody wants to start their own brand. I I, I think it's, it's only going to go up from here. There's going to be a lot of shelf space to fight for. Yeah. We keep thinking it's going to stop, but just keeps on multiplying. Yeah. We've said that every year for the past five years now. Yeah. Uh, why are we the experts? 
And I, I guess uh, five years, you know, we, were, we would have been talking about Woodford Reserve's 20th anniversary because Woodford Reserve is now celebrating its 25th anniversary. And through the month of October, customers will let it participate in special tastings and enjoy bespoke cocktails and discover unique products for sale at the gift shop. However, tomorrow on October, or should I say today on October 15th, if you're listening to this in the morning and you feel like busting your butt to get over there, Master Distiller Chris Morris and Assistant Master Distiller Elizabeth McCall will be there signing bottles so you can get up signed and then never open it. <laughs> 25 years. That's, gosh, that's a lot. So I was, gosh, how old am I now? 36. So I was 14 when they... Uh, is that right? Math major? I, I don't know. I'm not a math major. It, if it's not in an Excel spreadsheet, it, I can't math. That's how it works for me. But I remember when Woodford came out and everybody, even in Barstow, was like, ah, fancy Louisville bourbon. Uh, that ain't that. <laughs> but uh, that's they awesome. Should... 25 years. That place is like, they've done a great job. I mean, you know, you go there and that's quintessential Kentucky. It's got the rolling fields, the horse field, horse farms. It's got the picket fences got the stones it's it's awesome it is quintessential kentucky you said it right brother yep so congrats to chris morris and everyone at brown foreman and all that they've done a great job and i know chris has been really uh proud and worked hard you know to make woodford what it is today he's been instrumental in the process that's for sure and you can go back and listen to some of the old episodes where we've had him on and kind of talk about his story as well so Yep. Very awesome stuff. So we talked about new bourbon labels coming on the scene. Well, guess what? The Kentucky Distillers Association has announced that they have yet another member as its 46th member, and this is Saddlestone Distillery in Woodford County. Now, I didn't even know much about Saddlestone until I saw this, um, but this is a venture from Equus Run Vineyards, which opened back in 98 and it's nestled on 38 acres amid, of course, picturesque horse farms, which we would expect, of course, with Woodford Reserve. So, of course, they got the historic stone fences and that quaint charm and everything like that. Uh, however, they've got a few things. They've got a winery, a distillery, tasting rooms, offices, a vent barn and hall, and a few other things. However, uh, they will not be producing bourbon or whiskey. However, they produce brandy and agave spirits. And they are the KDA's 26th craft level member, which means they're aging less than 10,000 barrels a year. And they can also apply to be, which is, which is, I found interesting. They can also apply to join the KDA's Kentucky bourbon traft, trail traft, trail craft <laughs> tour. I mean, I was like, okay, you're doing brandy and agave, but you can, you can join the, the craft tour. Why not? Yeah. As long as you pay your dues. Uh -oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't even think about it being KDA. It's Kentucky Distillers. So, so I guess anyone that distills can uh, do it. But yeah, I've seen the Equus. I've never been there, but I've always seen it. You know, when you get off there at the Versailles exit on your way to Lexington or whatever. So that's awesome. Uh, we'll have to pop in there one day. I Actually, mean, I we'll like... be down in Lexington in a couple weeks. Yeah. Then get some brandy. I'm a big, I'm a big brandy fan. I really want to do some brandy barrel picks as a part of our, our barrel club. And I need, we just need to get some more people on board. Yeah. I, we had an apple brandy the other day. That was really good from our boys at spirits, French lick uh, and girls, boys and girls. But, uh, no, was, I, I'm a big brandy fan myself. So, uh, let's help Equus uh, brings our game to the, to the bourbon or brandy world. For sure. For sure. 
Well, we talked about Brandy. Let's talk about what's happening on the, the luxury side of things, because this came out as a new study by the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States that the thirst for luxury spirits is on the rise. There is a new luxury brand index tracker where it tracks the sales of brands in six major spirit categories, cognac, American whiskey, Irish whiskey, single malt scotch, Japanese whiskey, and tequila that sell for more than $50 for 750 ml. So let's set the bar here that luxury is considered $50 or more. So this segment, it, which is, this is, this is the interesting take here is that this segment is only about three to 4% of total spirits volume, but it accounted for about $10 billion in sales in 2020. And one of the most interesting findings was how quickly luxury sales are increasing this year. And through the first half of 2021, this volume of spirits brands are up nearly 25%. And so this increase represents an annual growth rate of 17.7%, which is much larger than much larger than the two and a half percent rate seen across other or all spirit brands. And American whiskeys have had an emerging luxury category, and it's booming with an increase in sales of high-end bourbon, Tennessee whiskey, rye, and American single malts, growing at an annual rate of 41% to about 6 million bottles in 2020. Yeah, we, we account for a little of that. Yeah, I'm surprised luxury is 50, but that kind of makes sense. I mean, most of your everyday items are probably $25 or less in the spirits world. But I'm not surprised. I mean... Uh, you know, if obviously some industries were affected by, you know, the pandemic and whatnot, but a lot of industries are booming. You know, we you have a the baby boomers, uh, they've done well saving and retiring, building huge nest eggs. Um, the stock market keeps growing. Uh it's just people have money to spend and you know, people love you know, people like material things, but they also love spirits because it brings on uh, you know, it's an experience and it's something you can do with other people and it's just a memorable thing. So I'm not surprised. And I think this will continue to grow as you know, the there's just more wealth being accumulated in this all over the world, really um, just how with everyone being connected and whatnot. So uh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I always think we get stuck in our little bubble because when it comes to bourbon, when you see a $50 bottle, you're like, Oh, that's a steal. Like that's a great deal because what we used to think is like the $40 regular shelf item or the $40 deal, like a hundred dollars is that new sort of, this is like an average cost now, at least that's, that's what it feels like. If you want something that's premium, it starts at a hundred. Yeah. And like tequila, I'll be like, uh, if it's a uh, more than thirty dollars, that's that's premium <laughs> to me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing in the tequila world either. That's what I, I need a tequila sherpa. I'm like, does it taste good with lime and a contro and a little, you know, I don't know, special lemon? Margaritas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, if it's good in a margarita, and it's not going to give me a killer headache. Exactly. But uh, no, that's awesome. I think the premium market's here to stay, and it's just going to continue to grow. You got other rising middle classes in, you know, Asian countries and all across the world. So, uh, yeah, I think it's just going to continue to rise. Yeah. And I thought it was an interesting that they really called out American whiskey and as having, you know, 41% increase. And I, I can totally see that. Like I said, we get stuck in our bubble and we, we look at $50 and it's like, sure, that sounds about average. And I'm, I'm sure it's, it's different than what it was a few years ago. Like there's not a race to the bottom. 
it's it's a race of of you know who can be flashier in packaging and who can have people talk about them and and that's why you see brands that were on the bottom shelf and taking them off and that juice is getting rebottled into a better package because they want to bring the price up and bring their exposure up yeah and people used to i mean they still do that they, they used to blow a ton of money on wine you know i've you see people blow 100 500 1000 bucks on bottles of wine and you get what four or five drinks out of it you know when you spend you know 50 dollars or higher on a bottle of bourbon you're getting depending on how tall your pores are you get 15 to 20 you know solid pours and solid experiences with it so it's even though it's high it dollar you get a you get some value out of it as well a bang for your buck there that's right so speaking of some more high-end spirits and eh, maybe the ones that are being talked about that you're probably not going to find and that goes to buffalo trace antique collection well if you're not alone it's most of the united states that can't find it but if you want some help the fellas over at breaking bourbon are now carrying on the tradition that blake over at bourboner started many years ago and when blake used to crowdsource everything and figure out when has Buffalo Trace Antique Collection hit your state and he would pull out his trusty Microsoft paint and fill it in with a with a color and, and post it for you. Uh, but again, this map is not an official release tracker from Buffalo Trace Distillery. This is completely crowdsourced. And if you do find something, you can go and fill out their form and they will color in your state. And I'm sure it's going to be maybe maybe a little bit better than Microsoft Paint. Those guys over there do uh, some great graphics. But uh, again, this is just a, a tool to help you stand a fighting chance of obtaining a bottle. So right now there's Indiana has one report, Kentucky has one report and they're probably false. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I, I'm, we're, I'm excited. I, we, I know this will be out on Friday, but we got our samples in for Buffalo trace antique collection. And so you can expect Ryan and I to put our reviews out in I think two weeks. So we're going to be, we're going to be sipping those and we'll let you know what we're thinking. Uh, hopefully, Hopefully they're all great. I know I'm going to miss Stag this year. Yeah, I'm excited to try them all. Uh, I'm try. I've been trying not to see any reviews of them before we try them. I know some people have, and so I'm trying to. I've gotten a few texts like, "Have you tried the B text yet?" And I'm like, "Nope." Reviewing them tomorrow. Don't want to know any input. You know, so uh, it's always uh, as much as you don't want to. You always like them. <laughs> they're they're always fantastic whiskeys. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to miss, I'm still, I didn't get to comment on the stag stuff last week, but uh, I'm still perplexed by that whole, whole thing. Yeah. I think we're going to save it for a round table discussion. And I did have the chance of an opportunity to talk to Amy Presky over at Buffalo Trace because she, I, I don't know, maybe like the, the tide's turning and she wanted to kind of ask me and like get my, my actual honest opinion about this. And, and I, I, I said to her and I said, you know, some of this looks like it could be part of a PR stunt. Some of it's not. And, you know, she assured me and she's like, we're just as upset about it as, as you all. And I said, I, I mean, of course, like we've known Freddie Johnson and Joshua Steely and, uh, you know, Amy that, that leads PR as well as just so many great people that work at Sazerac. And, we know the integrity of those kind of folks. Like they're not, oh, yeah. they're not going to get behind some massive duping plan to, you know, <laughs> create a few headlines. I, I just don't think that that would ever really happen. And you know, it's got to be tough on people like, you know, Harlan and, and Drew Maysville, who's their master blender to say like, this is not up to our standards. Like I'm sure they spent months 
trying to figure out what happened to him. But I will say the, the cool thing is uh, if it ever comes down to it, if they, if they see a lot of bad press, Amy said that uh, Hartland would be available to come on and kind of talk about it. So maybe keep the bad press going and we'll, uh, we'll have them on the show. Yeah. Part two, <laughs> but no, we're much more, we're much more seasoned interviewers now. Yeah. Versus like, what's your favorite job as a master stiller? <laughs> we'll, we'll ask better questions, but no, uh, yeah. no, I, 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 I trust that BT did their, their due diligence and, and everything like that, but we'll save that for, for our round table here in a few weeks. Uh, and sort of our, our last sort of topic here on the news side is that, uh, Ramps, or sorry, we say refills and fakes are, are starting to run rampant. We, we're starting to see that. And these were mostly at one point targeted to Pappy and other high-end bottles. But there is now a new fake that has emerged on the market. And he's already been called out uh, with inside of a few different Facebook groups. But however, this person has been refilling Dusty's. So Andrew Hers, of course, he's a community hero of sorts. Um, you know, he, he somehow digs out all these different fakers and people. He discovered a seller that has been refilling Dusties with red tax stamps that the seller admitted to selling these bottles that were empties that were purchased off of eBay. So once again, quit selling your damn bottles on eBay. Yeah, I, you think think there'd be enough info out there to people, uh, I don't know, just, I don't know how you deter it, but just, just don't do it. <laughs> you know, it's like, just break all your bottles, get rid of them, you know? Let's just, let's stop it. Bourbon 101 for the, the newbie that's listening. Just break your empties. You don't need to sell them. I promise you nobody's making candles. <laughs> no, or lamps, <laughs> or even though I have a lamp <laughs> that I'm looking at right now. All right, we're going to take a quick bake break. Sorry, we're going to take a quick break. Here, a word from our partners, and we'll be right back with some bourbon news. Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it uh, a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. And you can get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bourbon, all lowercase, and go to shopify.com slash bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash bourbon. If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon. And that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon, the farmers who grow the grain, the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus Magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S dot com, and use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. 
Welcome back. And we're going to start talking about bourbon news, what's happening in the latest of bourbon releases, so you can get your hands on all the juiciest and latest releases that are happening. And the first one up comes from Widow Jane Distillery. They have announced that Decadence, which is the brand's signature 10-year-old bourbon, blended in small batches, then finished in American oak barrels that once held upstate New York's Crown Maple Artisan Maple Syrup, will return to retail shelves beginning in October. And of course, the Widow Jane is held by or led by President and Head Distiller Lisa Wicker, who we've had back on the podcast a, a little while ago. They introduced their first 550 case back in April 2020, and another 105, 550 cases will be made available in October, and both are going to sell out in a matter of days, so make sure you go and check it out, and it's bottled at a 91 proof. And I know we've done a maple syrup finished bourbon before, and it's perfect for those old fashions, for sure. Oh, yeah. It, decadent is uh, the perfect description for, for a maple syrup finished bourbon. It is uh, very decadent. They're good. I uh, like those. Nice and soft. Nice and soft. Yes. Uh, anybody that happens to be around Castle and Key over in Frankfurt, so you're going to, say, say you're going to Woodford today, because you got to right there and get those bottles signed, make sure you go stop over at Castle and Key, because they are also releasing their Restoration Rye 2021 batches two and three. And they can be purchased at the distillery this week as well. Now, another one coming out of Louisville is Angel's Envy, known for, of course, its port cask finish bourbons, has an anticipated release every single year, and that is their cask strength release. And this will be hitting retail in December. The 2021 release is, of course, whiskey just finished in port barrels, and this marks the 10th release in the program. And this year, it's bottled at 120.7 proof, and it always comes packaged in some big collectible carved wooden box. It looks really nice. Uh, and again, marks the 10th release. It's uh, pl oh, The plans here is that it just has 14,767 bottles will be available at select retailers across all 50 states. And you're going to look for an MSRP of around $230. Nice. Yeah packaging on that's really nice yeah it looks good it's got like the open glass they can kind of like see through it a little bit like they do they do a good job with it it's bougie it's a bougie it is super super bougie so this one I'm, I'm kind of excited for because i've always been a big fan of the cigar blend batches that are coming from joseph magnus and anybody that doesn't know is that they this is coming from of course master blender Nancy Fraley, the nose, who we've had her on plenty of times before, uh, but they have six new batches that are coming out, and these are finished in a variety of casks, including Oloroso Sherry, Pedro, Zin Pedro Zinimenez Sherry, I'm probably butchered that one, Cognac, Jimenez, Jimenez, Jimenez <laughs> probably, and Armagnac casks. And this autumn series of Joseph Magnus Cigar Blends is comprised, and this is batches 53 through 58. And they're a blend of 16 bourbon barrels, and they all range from around 14 to 20 years old. And so wow. here's some details, because they went a little bit different this time. They actually named the batches. Uh, and you can go online. There's a lot more detailed tasting notes. I'm not going to get into today, but uh, the different batches are Rock the Caspa, We Heavy, La Dolce Vita, Charcuterie Board, because... Who doesn't love charcuterie plates? And everybody needs some charcuts. And Darth Vader. So, take gosh, I haven't heard anything out of Magnus in a long time. So this is great news. We were talking I've about that. Been a, 
I know. I'm a big fan of the cigar blend. I don't know if it was a batch. I don't, whatever cigar blend you had at your house, we we used. I think we crushed the bottle because it was so good. Yeah, uh, we've we've gone through a few of them. I know that for sure. Yeah, they're, they but always, I'm excited to hear them in the news again. Yeah, That's awesome. Because they, they they moved to Michigan because they I, I forget where they were before. Uh, they're in D.C. Yeah, they were in D.C. and then they moved to Michigan because of new ownership. And then they kind of just, yeah, you kind of like disappeared. You didn't hear anything from them. But now we, uh, we're we starting to hear some something starting to come out. Because I think it was like people were, we were selecting barrels from there and they had 13-year MGP. And this is before the MGP craze really hit. And they were like $100 a bottle. People were just saying, I don't really know. Now they would be... <laughs> They'd yeah. sell like like I don't know cakes. about thirteen year old MGP. Now they're <laughs> going crazy for five to six year MGP. <laughs> Very true. It's funny how the bourbon world is. Always oh, like everybody loves what they can't get. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right, so let's talk about some of our good friends out of Colorado, which is Old Elk Distillery, because we've selected a few barrels with them, and of course, uh, it's more MGP. Uh, we've had the MGP Master Distiller Greg Metz back on episode 154. However, it's a little bit different. It's not 36% or 21%. They've been doing their own custom mash bill at MGP for a very long time. Uh, however, they are now starting to get into cask-finished variants. And they're going to have four releases, and they have been finished in what they call freshly harvested barrels from some of the most exclusive European producers. Uh, and so these are going to be priced at around $90 per bottle. So they have the sherry cask finish, which is finished in a 10-year-old Spanish sherry cask, a port cask finish with casks from Portugal, a cognac cask finish, which is, of course, <laughs> well, ancient of world-class cognac cask is what it says <laughs> and then, uh an armagnac Brilliant. yeah <laughs> and an armagnac cask which is also comes from france i was about to Very say good. i was about to do uh a, a cone, so, uh, cone heads which, reference uh, there we come from france yeah <laughs> i have cone heads that's a good one so what uh what uh product are they aging in these barrels because they got their wheat whiskey they got their weeded bourbon they got their high rye bourbon does it say yes it does it says old elk straight bourbon across all of these gotcha yep which we've Very been good. more fans of the the wheat whiskey but we we're always happy to keep giving the, the bourbon a try yeah maybe these cask finishes will be what it needs yeah maybe we should ask like hey we'll select an armagnac cask from france yes <laughs> we'll go to france first we'll pick out the cask and then we'll ship it over we'll we'll do the whole whole, whole thing with our girl uh from bourbon insider and jessica yes yeah shout out to jessica over there so make sure you follow her on instagram yep all right so uh another one so anybody hasn't heard of lost lantern they're kind of like ryan and i uh, you know we work when we partner with different craft distilleries to private label uh, a bunch of different whiskeys and stuff like that. I thought you were going to say we work and we do bourbon on the side. <laughs> <laughs> we do that as well. Uh, but, you know, on the Pursuit Spirit side, that's that's our, our third job. It might be your fourth job. It's definitely my fourth. third job. Yeah. yeah, third or fourth. Yeah, so, uh, but they, it's this is actually founded by uh, Nora Ganley Roper and Adam Polinsky. And, of course, they're independent bottlers of American whiskey. And they've got three new releases coming up. And the first one is their single cask that is coming from Cedar Ridge, Iowa. It's a single malt finished in a sherry cask. And this single malt was aged for two years in American oak and then another two years in a 500 liter sherry butt that was imported 
from Spain. And this will have 555 bottles available with an SRP of around $110. And it's considered four years old. And since the single malt, 100% malted barley. Uh, single cast number two is from Watershed, Ohio, which is their straight bourbon whiskey. It's aged for five years, 160 bottles, and $100, 118.8 proof. But this is a five grain of corn, rye, spelt, malted barley, and wheat. And single cask number three comes from Boulder Spirits, Colorado, which is their straight bourbon whiskey. Five years, 100, 181 bottles, $100, 138.1 proof, 51% corn, 44% Scottish malted barley, and 5% rye. Which I found that one kind of interesting. Like, usually it's the other way. It's like 44% rye and 5% malted barley. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, it's a lot of malt going on. Uh yeah, that looks like you're hitting the Midwest and throwing in. So you got Ohio and uh, Colorado, and then who? The what was the first? Uh, it was Cedar Ridge, Iowa. Cedar Ridge, Cedar Ridge, yes, yes. Yeah, which they're all big into the malt. Cedar Ridge is especially big in the malt. So this is this American malt whiskey things kind of take it off. So a lot of people are getting into it. Um, yeah, so I'd be interested in trying this. <laughs> I like different things. Guess what? We got samples, buddy. We can try them. Oh, man. All right. Party. Yeah. We're going to, yet again, another Whiskey Quickie coming at you in the future. And Elijah Craig, uh, of course, they're still in the news here. Uh, they've also unveiled their latest barrel proof, which is C921. And it's going to be at 120.2 proof. And of course, this will be the third and final edition to be released in 2021. And as usual, it's a 12-year-old uncut variant of Elijah Craig, and it'll be priced around $99. And come, they raise the price on those? Because usually that, it was like 69 or 79 or something like that. I mean, I don't know. I pulled this. It wasn't this wasn't even the official press release. I forget where I pulled what website I pulled this off of. Um, but I should probably go look at that. But it was just I would, I would imagine okay. this was pulled from an official press release, and I just pulled it from there, but who knows? Maybe there is a price increase because people will pay hundred dollars for that. I don't see a reason why oh, they wouldn't. Yeah, At seventy-five is steel. So one hundred twenty proof—that's pretty low for. I mean, usually they're in the one thirties, something like one thirties, one twenty-eights. Usually low for them. So mm -hmm. I'd be all over this. Yeah, we were just talking earlier about luxury and prices and premium, and it's like, wait, <laughs> no, right. a like ninety-nine's a great deal. Yeah, and we're like, wait a minute, twelve-year-old cash strength. Elijah Craig, and don't complain about being $99. I think that's probably fair. Yeah, that's just totally. Me. That's just me. Even though it only cost him like $200 in the beginning to make, but well, it's got to sit there 12 years. Yeah, you got to wait 12 years. Yeah, you've got a kid that's basically halfway through middle school at that point. Yeah. All right, it's worth $99. <laughs> <laughs> All right, TX Whiskey, which I, I don't know. Is it Texas Whiskey? Is it TX Whiskey? I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody from there will... Texas. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what, you know, you look at the label, it's just got a big TX on it, but it's like, do you call it TX whiskey or do you just call it Texas whiskey? Cause can you trademark the name Texas? I don't really know, but can you trademark the abbreviation? I don't know that either, but legal mumbo jumbo aside, they are launching the TX straight bourbon whiskey finished in cognac casks, which is the third time. I think we've talked about cognac uh, on this podcast now, and this is the third expression in their barrel finish series. And this is a following their award-winning straight bourbon tawny port finish and their PX sherry finish. 
Uh, this is again the third and final experimental release, but this is also going to mark a milestone as the last expression and final one from TX Whiskey's tenured master distiller Rob Arnold, who will be stepping down after a decade of service. And he hand selected these cognac casts for this expression, which had been used over the course of a multi year maturation experiment, and ultimately selected the, to finish two of the two year, oh, sorry, finish two year old Texas straight bourbon for over 17 months in these casks. And this will be the first. TX Whiskey Expression that will be distilled at their new place called Whiskey Ranch, which is a 112-acre artisanal distillery experience in Fort Worth, Texas. This is bottled at 101.6 proof, $65, and will be available at Whiskey Ranch, which is their distillery in Fort Worth, and across in Texas retailers. So Sounds awesome. Yep. Everybody loves Cognac probably, probably Texas Whiskey, if I had to guess. Not TX. I, it, I don't know. Like I said, maybe somebody will correct me. That's just that's just me reading the news here. I, I've, not, I see I see it on the label. It's not P90X. It's <laughs> true. Very true. All right. Uh, so attention for coffee lovers that are out there. The multi-award winning Whisper Creek Tennessee Sipping Cream, a spirit brand of Pennington Distilling Company, is announcing a launch of their new product, which is the Whisper Creek Spiked Coffee Cocktails. With as much caffeine as a cup of coffee and as spirited as a shot of Tennessee whiskey, what they call a little can with a lot of kick. And this will be available in original and mocha flavors. Each can, it comes in a 200 ml, comes in four packs, and it's about 12.5% alcohol or 25 proof. And you're looking at around $12 to $14 for a four pack. Which I, I've heard these kind of like spiked coffee cocktails are, are starting to come about now. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite cocktails I've ever had is called the Weston. I had it uh, at, I think it's called Boca in Chicago. It was like, it was called the Weston. And it was, it was an old fashioned, but it was whiskey with uh, espresso syrup. And nice. you had the coffee. It was like an espresso simple syrup. So I love coffee. I love bourbon. It's uppers and downers. So we'll see, you know, how that goes. But, uh, yeah, I, I think I'd be all for this. I love both of those things. You know, oddly enough for me, I I think I probably said it before in the podcast. Like, I, I don't drink coffee. I can't do it in the mornings or I'll be wired. However, I will try it. I will have it every once in a while or have an espresso every once in a while. But the one, I'd love coffee aged beer or coffee flavored variants of stouts and stuff like that. So yeah. I would you actually probably like the flavor of coffee. Yeah, I do. I like it. I, I like it in ice cream and stuff like that. I just don't grab a. You just don't like the jittery anxious feeling because you have enough energy. Yeah, that, that's probably it too. I, I just don't have the need to go and, and grab a cup every morning, but I do like the flavor of it. I mean, I'll, I I like it in a few things. And that's, I mean, when we do our tasting notes, I'll be like, oh yeah, I get a little bit of coffee. And sometimes you'd be like, ah, yeah, I do see it. Kenny does, Kenny does know his coffee every once in a while. I'm like, you don't even drink coffee. How are you tasting <laughs> coffee? <laughs> My parents told me about it one time, a long time ago. I drank a bunch of Jamocha milkshakes from Arby's. <laughs> from arby's oh man it's funny you said that i actually we we had dinner at arby's this past week and i got totally sucked in oh what was wrong with you i got got totally (laughs) sick i totally sucked in to that new commercial with like the rib uh that rib sandwich they have or whatever and oh man i totally got it and honestly it's pretty good it just tastes like yeah arby's is always it tastes like a pork chop sandwich haven't been forever but every time i go i'm like gotta get horsey sauce 
The good curly fries and a beef and cheddar can't go wrong. It, let me preface this: like it wasn't the first choice. It was because the line at Chick Fil A was too long, and there's an Arby's right next yeah. door, and we said we're going to Arby's. <laughs> Arby's gets all the spillover from, <laughs> from Chick Fil A. I see it every night when you have T ball. Yep, that's exactly what happened. You read it. <laughs> all right, and our last one for tonight is that Oak and Eden whiskey, which uh, they're another one out of Texas. They kind of have this little thing where they put a, a it's wood- TX. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's a, it's a TX, uh, but they put this like wooden spiral in their in their glasses. You know, that's kind of their thing. But they have announced a new chapter because they are doing a celebrity caliber or collaboration called the Anthro series. And what they're doing is they're d- partnering with different personalities that allow them to customize their own signature line of whiskey. And the series actually kicked off with Yellowstone TV star. For J. Smith this past spring, and they've got, Ooh. yeah, you know who he is. Love Yellowstone. Exactly. And so they've got uh, a few more people that are lined up here. I'm not going to talk about which each bourbon they're releasing, but each one of them are releasing their own bourbon expression. Uh, so first is, uh, of course, we had For J. Smith. You've got John Paul White from the Civil Wars, Jamestown Revival, Fillmore, uh, Penny and Sparrow, who we're big fans of because we, oh, ha- yeah. we had them as podcast guests back on episode 228, and they're going to be releasing actually a, a heavily toasted 116 proof, and I'll give them a shout out because we're good friends with them. We like them. And also Abraham Alexander. And so this these products are going to be made possible by each of them building their own kind of custom bottle of whiskey and using different kind of flavoring elements um, for the type of spirit, the level or proof of it, uh, their wood spire, the spire toast level, and all this sort of stuff. And these prices are going to range from anywhere to $65 to $85 per bottle. And you can actually order them online as well. I'm in because for J. Smith's like he's... He's the old wise man on the ranch on Yellowstone. You probably haven't seen it. Oh, but, uh, I know, I know. He's got the mustache. Oh yeah, he's got the handlebars. He's a uh, he's a great character. He's got a he's the guy that drives people <laughs> when they when they're dead. They're like we're gonna drown in Wyoming, dump them over on the side of the road. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched Yellowstone yet, so maybe I need to, and then I'll become a bigger fan. Oh, it's great. Yeah, but that's gonna do it for this week in bourbon. I think we get a lot of good headlines tonight and we'll be back again next week with of course more bourbon news so cheers ryan have a great rest of the weekend and cheers everybody out there in bourbon land and make sure you tell your friends about bourbon pursuit where they can subscribe and where they can learn and be smarter at brown water (laughs) yep that's what you want to be smart about brown water that's for sure (laughs) with that cheers y'all next week yep see everybody next week